Greetings and salutations and welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk podcast with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am Iron Man. Just kidding, I am that host, Skits M. Jones. And let's kick off the episode as we kick off every episode with a look at recent and upcoming events. Uh, first up on the recent side of things, March 6th, I was part of the Tonk House Tonk Tapes compilation album recording. That show was hosted by Anthony LaPerry, and it featured Jay Garcia, Chris Carricker, King Kelly, Brennan Weaver, Too Skinny, Desmond Rooney, and myself. It was an absolutely fabulous lineup, a wonderful night. Everyone was on fire. The crowd was delightful, and I can't wait for you to hear how these recordings turned out. Uh, I got to listen to my own recordings so I could pick which segment was going to make the compilation. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty okay with it. Pretty okay with it. I'm going to be critical of myself. That's why I'm only pretty okay with it. Everyone else's is probably great. Pretty okay with mine. It was fun. I had a good time. Uh, it was my third Tonk House show ever. Um, my second uh, within the past couple of weeks. Um, so that was wild, you know, picking what, you know, what material did I want to do at each thing and whatnot. But yeah, it was a great night. I had a lot of fun. Um, let's see. This week, uh, got a couple of shows. First up, Thursday, March 12th, is the Comfortably Chaotic Comedy Cabaret. I'm very excited for this, the second show of the, uh, the Comfortably Chaotic Comedy Cabaret, or C4 for short. Uh, we've got Burlesque by Miss Sultry Sovereign and Donna Matrix, both of Shush Burlesque. We've got Drag by Cindy Vicious, who you've heard all about from Dragzilla. Live music by Anna P., who I uh, first heard and met uh, over at one of the Nacho Treehouse shows, plus stand-up comedy by Alec Jones and Jessica Mance, uh, and, of course, my co-host and musical accompaniment, Chris Bongat. Um, I'm very excited for this show. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm super stoked. I hope you all come out. I think you'll have a blast if you're there. Uh, then Saturday, March 14th, I will be at the Rusty Fox once again. Haven't been there in quite some time. Uh, the last time I was there was the, the show that my dad uh, surprised me by showing up at and got to hear all sorts of material about my mom being dead and me being queer. So that was a delightful turn of events. This time, probably less eventful personally, but going to be very fun, as the lineup includes myself, Timmy Blaze, Amy Blaze, KB Marion, Michael Palmondary, Alex Savant, Kevin Haas, and it's being hosted uh, by two celebrating birthday celebrators, Jamie Martin and Scott Galvin, uh, two of the cats who really gave me my first... Uh, uh, some of my first opportunities in, in doing stand-up and performing uh, in, in new spaces. And uh, so, yeah, very excited for that show. Then uh, March 20th, I will be at the Hidden Pearl in McHenry with uh, Dave Sitko, Chris Bongat, Amy Blaze, Timmy Blaze, KB Marion, and Joe Antonacci. 
that show put together by TJ Remick. Uh, then March 28th, I will be co-hosting Shots and Giggles with Cameron Little. Uh, this is my first show at Shots and Giggles as a co-producer. And uh, the lineup for, for Shots and Giggles at the Drunken Donut this month features Carly Mallison, Jessica Mizra, Aaron Klopfer, Claire Austin-Smith, Dana Ehrman, AJ Grill, and Matt Drufke. Uh, so that's going to be super cool. It is the anniversary, I want to say six-year anniversary of Shots and Giggles. So well before my time in stand-up, but I'm super excited to be part of it and, and uh, be welcomed uh, as, a, as a co-producer by getting to co-host this show. Uh, April 1st, April Fool's Day, it's a Wednesday, Uncouth is returning to Reggie's. Uh, we are going to be joining Hagathorn and High Reaper in supporting Lord Dying. It's going to be an awesome, doomy-as-fuck little metal show that I think you all will enjoy. Uh, April 4th, that's 4-4 at 4 p.m., uh, the Level 1 Improv class that I've currently been taking, we'll be having our end-of-class performance. Uh, that'll be at the Comedy Shrine. And then uh, also at the Comedy Shrine, April 16th is the third Comfortably Chaotic Comedy Cabaret, and I'll announce that lineup uh, after this next show. So yeah, whole bunch of great things coming up. March is wild and busy as fuck. April's got some things coming up, and uh, yeah, I'm very excited for all of it, and I hope to see you all at all of the things. Uh, definitely make sure you come out to the Comfortably Chaotic, though, because uh, that's that's the one where my ass is on the line. <laughs> uh, cut that. Scrap that. Uh, editor? Oh, right. I don't have an editor. It's just me. All right, cool. Moving on. We got a review. That's right. We have a, a, it's not iTunes, it's Apple Podcast. We have an Apple Podcast review, uh, which reminds me, if you feel like reviewing the show uh, on Apple Podcast, in, in the good or the, the bad, I mean, ideally rate me well, if, if you don't mind, I'd appreciate that. That, that helps, but, you know, speak your truth. Uh, this truth is coming from Pandorum, and uh, the 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 uh, five-star review reads, This is one of those trash fires that you can really warm your hands by. Thanks, Pandorum, you delightfully weird Dennis Quaid fan? Question mark? I don't know, Pandorum was a sci-fi movie with Dennis Quaid and Ben Foster and someone else. I forget who. Ashley Judd, maybe? I don't know, it's of that of that era where they were just... Dennis Quaid and Ashley Judd were in everything for a while in the 90s. Um, or maybe that was early 2000s. I don't know. That that era. It was a weird era for movies. I haven't watched Pandorum in, in a while. Uh, probably since it came out. I wonder if it's any good. I don't remember. Uh, but yeah. You know, it's funny. The, the warming your hands by the trash fire just makes me think of the movie uh, Rocky and Sylvester Stallone's brother, uh, was it Frankie Stallone? Is it Frankie? Is it Frank? Frank Stallone? Frankie? Who is, uh, standing outside the, the, 
the neighborhood just uh, standing by a, a trash fire, um, and him and his his group of crooners would take me back, do 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 do, take me back, right? Y'all watch Rocky? That's from Rocky. Anyway, um, let's see. Uh, I'm recording this on a Tuesday, so I don't have the results from the primaries from today as of when I'm recording this, because tomorrow I won't have time. I usually do it Wednesday and drop it Wednesday, Uh, but I won't have time on Wednesday because I think I'm getting my eye cut open, my eyelid, in fairness, cut open Wednesday morning um, because it's been all swollen and weird and infected and things going on, and it's a problem. So I've been wearing an eye patch. If you've seen me, you know. Um, But yeah, so Wednesday morning, I'll be getting my eye cut open. Then Wednesday afternoon, I got to get the beard done. So I'm ready for Thursday's cabaret show. And then Wednesday night, the band is practicing because we got the gigs. So yeah, so I'm recording this on Tuesday. So I do not have the most up-to-date primary results. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Don't let it be Biden, please. Just please. Also, uh, as I'm watching the results trickle in, uh, watching all the coronavirus coverage, and I saw something real fun. So maybe this can go in the dumb news segment. Dumb news! You know. Ha! So... Uh, I was watching the coronavirus uh, briefing from the White House. Uh, VP, I botched the AIDS crisis in Indiana. Let's see how I can handle things on a national level. Pence was uh, standing there talking about, oh, you know, you got to make sure not to, you know, shake hands with people and, you know, wash your hands and, and don't shake hands. And a reporter just straight up went, Oh, you mean like we just watched Trump do in the segment right before this? And it was like, ow! Yeah, that's right. President stares at the sun during a fucking eclipse. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, our government is fucked. It's so fucked. It's beyond fucked. Fucked. Now I'm just noticing how I say fucked, and it's kind of fun. Anyway, moving on. That was dumb news. Did it, did it, did it, did it, whatever. Let's move on to deep thoughts. I really need to get some sort of a theme for deep thoughts, something sexy-like. But I don't have anything, so you just get this. Uh, today's quote from deep thoughts, that's thoughts spelled T-H-O-T-S, is, uh, it's not true that I had nothing on. I had the radio on. That's a quote from Marilyn Monroe when reference when uh, being asked about uh, shooting for Playboy, um, and that quote got me thinking: What kind of background ambience do you listener like to have when you fuck? What's the weirdest thing you've ever had on in the background? Is there anything that ruined the mood? Anything that should have ruined the mood but it didn't? Do you have a fuck playlist on Spotify? And if you have a fuck playlist on Spotify, do you have premium Spotify or do you have to fuck through the commercials? What's that like? These are things that I like to think about. 
Maybe you think about them too. Maybe you didn't, but you will now. I'll tell you one of the weirdest things I've ever fucked to. Uh, I went to the movie theater with a lady I was dating at that point in time to see the movie Willard. Now, Willard, if you're not familiar, is a remake of uh, an old, older flick. Uh, the remake starred Crispin Glover, and it's about Crispin Glover being a very put-upon uh, individual in his office space who turns to his legion of rats that he has befriended who will do his bidding, and it's then Crispin Glover having rats eat people for the next hour and a half or fucking whatever. And I fucked that movie in the movie theater because, of course, she and I were the only people who went to the theater to see Willard because I have an affinity for Crispin Glover movies. So, yeah, I I fucked while Crispin Glover laughed while rats ate people. That happened. In different fucking, uh, I dated someone who... We could never match rhythm. You ever had that? Where, like, you you get a good fuck rhythm going, and then they get a fuck rhythm going, and it's different than your fuck rhythm, and now you're off fuck rhythm, and then you gotta refine your fuck rhythm, or it just, you know, it falls apart. We could only fuck to the Red Hot Chili Peppers, because something about Flea's bass lines just got her into a good rhythm that I could sync up with. So... Yeah, there's some some fuck background stories for y'all. How many of y'all just fuck with The Office on repeat in the background? Because like, I've seen a lot of y'all's fucking Snapchat stories or your, you know, your otherwise Netflix binging habits. And like, I know you're just watching The Office all day, every day. Do you fuck to The Office? Is that weird? Is it awkward? Because, like, The Office is awkward, so does it make your sex awkward? I don't know. I couldn't do it. No, I probably could. If I wanted to. Moving on. Next segment. What's Nicolas Cage up to? Uh, This past Saturday was the 7th Annual Uncaged Festival. A film festival in Ham... Hamtramp... Hamtramck, H-A-M-T-R-A-M-C-K, Hamtramck, it's in Michigan, Hamtramck, Michigan, uh, sound like I had a slur in my speech, Ham, I'm drunk, Hamtramck for Michigan, anyway, the Uncaged Festival is a, a, a festival dedicated to celebrating Nicolas Cage. And uh, this year's festival, uh, which was sold out, by the way, happened uh, this past Saturday. And it included screenings of the movies Snake Eyes, as well as the Academy Award-winning Leaving Las Vegas, which is, uh, to date, Nicolas Cage's only Academy Award. Uh, There was also Nicolas Cage-themed karaoke, burlesque, and Elvis impersonators. So this is a thing that happens in Michigan which is not terribly far away from where I am in the Chicagoland area. So perhaps that is a thing that I need to plan for next year. So, does anyone want to road trip with me to Hamtramck? Jesus, I can't say it. Hamtramck, 
Michigan next year. Let's go to the Uncaged Festival. I think that would be delightful. Anyway, that's... Nicholas Cage wasn't there, so it's it's only kind of what Nicholas Cage is up to. Uh, all the all the the tabloid dirt rags are just talking about Nicholas Cage and his new girlfriend, who is on the younger end. But you know what? I'm not a gossip rag. I want to know what Nicholas Cage is is doing in in more Nicholas Cagey senses. She's legal, just younger. My fiance is younger. You know what? I'm going to... Never mind. I'm I, pfft, Moving on. Before it gets weird. It's too late. Got weird. Been weird. Started weird. Staying weird. <sighs> this is why I don't record on Tuesday nights. <laughs> uh, let's get to the recommendations. Um, finished binging High Fidelity... It was great. I really enjoyed it. It's on Hulu. You should watch it. Zoe Kravitz is delightful. Um, I love how it's recognized that the character of Rob in the TV show, much like the character of Rob from the movie and uh, from the book as well, kind of a garbage person, you know? Like a garbage person that you sympathize with, but a garbage person nonetheless. Um, but not in the like, oh, I'm a serial murderer garbage person kind of way. Just in the like everyday selfish, self-involved kind of way where like we all live in our own little worlds and it's only viewing someone else's going through their little world where you can be like, Oh, these are all the ways where your just general self-involvedness can fuck up other people. So yeah, it was, it was still a fun watch though. Great soundtrack. Zoe Kravitz is delightful. The whole cast actually was very good. I don't know the names of any of the other uh, the other actors because I didn't. I I I've seen them in things, but not enough to know their names. Anyway, it's a good show. I recommend it. And for music recommendations, uh, I recommend Doja Cat's Say So. That's right. Uh, I'm amazed that this is Doja Cat's first appearance in the recommendations, uh, as, as I swear that I recommended Tia Tamara. I really thought I had. Um, but I didn't. So this is Doja Cat's first appearance in the Trash Fire of Talk recommendations, and it's well-deserved. Uh... Say So is exactly the kind of disco-infused pop song that hits all of my happy points. Uh, It's off the album Hot Pink, uh, which dropped in November of last year, and there have been six singles that were pushed between August of last year and now. Say So was actually the fifth single, but it's had a recent surge in popularity thanks to TikTok videos, leading to Doja Cat uh, performing on uh, Jimmy Fallon a week or so ago, and I highly recommend putting this song on any Summer Jam playlist that you may be building. Uh, because we, we sprung ahead, which means that summer is just around the corner, A. And B, uh, you can listen to a summer playlist whenever the fuck you want. Like, you can listen to a summer playlist in the winter. There's no law against that. So, yeah, put, put it on a, 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 a nice Summer Jam playlist 
or a disco-infused pop playlist, or just a, a banger song playlist. And I'm putting it on the Trash Fire of Talk recommendations playlist, which you can find if you look for Trash Fire of Talk recommendations on uh, Spotify, or just look for username Skits Jones, and it's one of the many, many playlists that I have made, some of them better than others. Yeah. I don't know which ones are public. You might find some weird shit in there, in which case you're welcome. All right, let's close out the episode, as we always do, with our tarot pull for the episode. Uh, This episode, we're pulling from the This Might Hurt Tarot deck by Isabella Rotman. And the card that we have pulled is The Hanged Man. Uh, This is a card about relaxing into discomfort in the pursuit of something greater. Um, I actually know some folks who do the, the piercing hook suspensions, and I've heard about the, the weird meditative euphoria that comes with the shock to the body of hanging through hooks in one's skin. And, you know, you'll hear stories of people who get, like, runner's high or just people who get pleasure from pain. Hell, that's the theme of one of my favorite horror movie franchises, Hellraiser. That said, I'm not calling on you to become a masochist. Uh, That's a different podcast. However, what we're really talking about here is more akin to a caterpillar becoming a big mess of goo before it becomes a butterfly. Like, if you're going through some stressful shit, is that growth-related stress? Uh, Because if it is, make sure you're not losing sight of the growth within the discomfort. Focus on the future outcomes and let that growth bring you comfort amidst the chaos, such as it is. That is what I want you to focus on uh, going forward from today, uh, from this podcast until the next. Um, That's all I've got for this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. I like to keep them short and sweet. It's your morning commute listen or whatever, whenever you like to listen to it. Um, But I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope to see you at all of the upcoming events. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can find me on the social medias at Skits Jones, uh, S-K-I-T-Z-J-O-N-E-S, all one word. That's on the Instagrams and the Twitters and the whatnots. You can email me at skitsmjones at gmail.com. Uh, or, like I said, you can rate and review on uh, Apple Podcasts. Or if you have the Anchor app, you can leave me a voice memo. And maybe I'll play it on a future episode. So there you go. That's it. That's all I got. I release you to do whatever the hell else you've got to do today. Go listen to Doja Cat and binge watch High Fidelity. Yeah, sure. Oh, wait, no. There's always one thing that I ask you all to do at the end of every episode. And that's to keep that trash fire burning, y'all. Thank you.